Howdy y'all, this is Kat Jones, your host. Today is January 13th, 2020. We have some big legislation to talk about, and this is Queer All Year. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Queer All Year. Today you're listening on January 13th, and we are recording on January 12th. There's some big legislation happening today for you in California. Today, we don't know what's going to happen, so I'm excited to talk about it. We're going to talk a little bit, and then I think I'm going to do a big bonus episode that we might put behind the Patreon wall, so you'll have to check that out. Oh, shoot. I forgot to introduce our sound producer and my brother and the guy who keeps putting this pop filter in my face, Mick G. Leroy Jenkins. At least I got chicken. Actually, I don't have chicken right now, but I do have two other stories before we get to the legislation part. And I have some housekeeping, which means we're talking about social media. I'm sure you're sick of it. But our Facebook page is banging. Wow. I I just, yeah, I said banging. And I mean, it's banging for a page for a new podcast anyway. Anyway, it's Queer All Year Pod, or you can just search for Queer All Year. There is nothing else in existence named Queer All Year, except on Instagram. There is a person called Queer All Year. I can't vouch for her, but she has our name, so she's there. On Instagram, we are Queer All Year Pod. We are the same thing on Twitter. And we have a Facebook group that you should join, because our Facebook group is going to be very cool. It's not super active yet so that's why we need you you need to go out there and tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong what you want to hear what you want to fight about um tell us that we're not gay enough that kind of thing you know just talk to people get to know your fam you can also find us online at queerallyearpod.lgbt which is the coolest domain ever if we ever have merch it'll be up there our episodes will be posted there And uh, hopefully you guys will like us enough and we'll get to have live shows and we'll put that kind of stuff out there. Right now it's just kind of updates about us and stuff we like, that kind of thing. Um, If you think this nice little independent project is worth a tip or, you know, just like a little bit of something to keep us floating along, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash queer all year pod we would appreciate anything absolutely anything you guys can do because this is a free podcast and you don't have to do anything and man we love you no matter what at the one dollar tier you get access to bloopers but at the five dollar tier you get access to bonus episodes and interviews and you'll get access to the deep dive on the legislation I'm going to talk about today. So you're going to have to go out there and decide if you want to hear that or not. And I think you are. You can also help us by subscribing to our show and sharing it with someone you love who you think will either enjoy it or needs to know a little bit more about queer history because I know I want to share it with all of our family because we have a fun Thanksgiving every year. You can also really help us by giving us five-star reviews 
Um, I don't know why four star reviews, nothing else counts except five star reviews. And if you give us five stars, it boosts us up in the rankings, which helps more people find us, which helps more people contribute to queer history or learn about it. And it really helps us out. It's going to help history out. Give us a five star review. And if you think we have some places we need to improve, uh, write it in the comments, uh, put it on our Facebook page for other people to agree with or disagree with and anything like that. But especially five-star reviews if you can stomach it morally. Speaking of stomaching things morally, that brings us into our first story. And there are some things in here that I don't really want to stomach morally, but it ends in a happy note, which is kind of rare on this show, if you've noticed. So we are going to talk about one Incorporated v. Olson, which is a U.S. Supreme Court case, and it had to deal with homosexuality and homosexuality-free speech, and it was the first case to ever address both of those things, either one of those things. So it was pretty big. So the thing that had happened is that there was a magazine, I think there's still a magazine, but there was a magazine called One Magazine, which was originally called One, the Homosexual Magazine. And I really hope that's still the title because, man, I love that. So the problem was that the U.S. Post Office Department and the FBI really didn't like the Homosexual Magazine, and they screamed at the Los Angeles Postmaster named Otto Olison long enough that he went, Okay, fine! And he called the October 1954 issue, quote, obscene, lewd, lascivious, and filthy, which is coincidentally the name of my autobiography. So basically what this guy decided was that a story about a lesbian woman, quote, seducing a, quote, girl, 20 years old, yeah, totally a girl, thanks, 50s gender roles, they decided it was way too sexy for other, quote, homosexuals. So not not too sexy for them. Oh, no, 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 not too sexy for them. No, too sexy for other homosexuals. Oh, no, don't want that. So here's a quote that'll make you punch whatever's closest to you. So back away from other human beings, people. The magazine sued for an injunction against the postmaster, but the U.S. District Judge Thurmond Clark who is unfortunately dead and unable to receive a bunch of harassing messages and who incidentally was put into power by Eisenhower. But we will get to Eisenhower later. And I have a dog named after him, so um, hush. Anyway, but what he said was, quote, the suggestion advanced that homosexuals should be recognized as a segment of our people and be accorded special privilege as a class is rejected. And then a three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit of Appeals unanimously was like, yeah, that tracks. So it had to go to the U.S. Supreme Court and they were like, er, hold on, just because it's gay? Uh, no. And they reversed it, meaning that pro-LGBT writing was constitutionally protected. Now we're going to move on to a bummer in terms of constitutionality and things like that. But this story is in Nigeria. Now I'll be the first to admit I don't know a whole lot about Nigeria because I don't 
keep up with every single country in the world. I try. But I, at this point in history, in 2014, when this story takes place, the president's name was Good Luck Jonathan, which is the best name I've ever heard. Although I hear he's maybe not great, McGee hit me with that history that I don't know. So Good Luck Jonathan is essentially the reason that Nigeria failed in defeating Boko Haram for so long. He was one of the most corrupt uh politicians in Africa uh, and about two years ago he was ousted by Muhammadu Buhari. Can I ask what the Boko Haram means? I It sounds familiar but I don't remember. They're a uh, terrorist group. Uh, the Boko Haram means western knowledge is forbidden um, and that's kind of just a rough translation because that um, language doesn't really translate into English. Well that sounds like something I've Probably should have known about and not asked about on air, huh? Yeah, yeah. But um, Boko Haram got more publicity when, in their final days, after Good Luck Jonathan had already been removed from office, they, in a desperate plea, sided with ISIS and then uh, pledged allegiance to ISIS. And um, after that, international military focus was on them and... Basically, the whole African Union joined together, and Nigeria's pretty close to kicking them out. Very cool. Well, that's history we don't usually get into, so I like it. And it sounds like good luck is not a very good name for him, huh? No, ma'am. Well, you know who else he wasn't good luck for? Who? The gays. No surprise, huh? Nigeria has one of the worst relationships with the LGBT community in the world. It is one of the most dangerous countries and a lot of that could be traced back to good luck Jonathan signing certain things into law. It went way back before him but some of his laws were strange and so on this date in 2014 he signed what is known as the jail the gays law but that makes it sound really nice. The official name is the Same-Sex Marriage Prohibition Act, which also makes it sound kind of nice because what it actually does is it prohibits same-sex marriage, but it prohibits any sort of thing that even slightly looks not straight in public and you can be jailed for five years. You can be killed if they feel like it. Just Anything they feel like is any sort of gay at all. Gay is the word over there. There's no, there's nothing else. You're gay. If you're bi, you're gay. If you're trans, you're gay. That's just their word and they probably want to kill you. So that really is all that happened in Nigeria today that is recorded. There, I guarantee a lot of people died that day. That's all that's recorded today by Good Luck Jonathan. Not good luck for anybody. Now I just want to tease a little bit of the legislation I talked about earlier. I'm going to give you the gist of it because that part's real important, but then I'm going to do a deep dive episode that you'll be able to find behind the $5 tier in Patreon. So what's happening is tomorrow for us, today for you, California is voting on Bill SB 201, 
boy, I hope that's correct. But what it is, is they are hoping to ban surgery on intersex children. And so intersex is seen by the majority of the non-queer world as hermaphroditic, and that's just not cool. But the thing is that most parents are not presented with any kind of rational options for helping their children except surgery at birth. And you kind of just have to roll the dice and hope that whatever genitals you pick for your child are going to be the genitals they associate with when they grow up. And so that is insane. It is literally considered torture by the United Nations and the United States has acknowledged that the United Nations calls it torture. And yet it is still performed very often in our country. And so if this California bill passes, it will be incredible. No one under the age of six would be allowed to have any sort of surgery performed on them in their, in terms of sex assignment or anything, it, unless it's medically necessary. And it defines medically necessary very strictly. I really like the wording of the bill that I've seen so far. If the wording has changed at all and you want to bring that up, I would totally love to hear about it in the Facebook group. Um, that's really about as deep as I'm going to go because that's as far as I know right now, really without doing the deep dive until tomorrow when I see what they vote on. I'm really excited about it because New York has a similar bill and if California passes, New York might follow. Um, and eventually in about 20 years, it might get to Kansas. So that's pretty possibly exciting. What I want to do now is move into a fun new segment that I did not tell McGee about. So, McGee, what do you think it is? Oh, dear. Um, maybe we're going to play tic-tac-toe. Well, that would be an interesting thing to play on an audio medium. What we're doing is I have been talking with my friends in big charities, small charities, things like that, and I'm going to do a segment where I profile the people I like. So today we're talking about the No Hate Campaign because I just talked with Jeff the other day and they might be coming to Topeka. I'm excited. So the No Hate Campaign was created by Adam Busca and Jeff Parshley. It was created to protest the implementation of Proposition 8, which incidentally is also a California law. Well, it's not anymore. It was a constitutional amendment to the California Constitution, which banned same-sex marriage. And we were all very angry about it. We call it Prop 8 still. And it has since been struck down, as we all know, because you can get married in any state now. But at the time, I think a lot of us didn't expect it to be passed. And so there were a lot of protests and it was insane. So Adam and Jeff decided to come up with this project where photos of subjects are taken and you're in a white shirt with a white background. You have duct tape over your mouth, symbolizing that you've been silenced. And at the time it was silenced by Prop 8, but now that that's been repealed, it's also about silenced by legislation across the world. The tape is saying, we don't have a voice 
but we're going to be visible and we're going to be here. From what I've seen lately, though, there have been quite a few photos of people starting to kind of rip the tape off their mouths. I haven't confirmed this with Adam or Jeff. That's just a personal thing that I seem to have noticed, but I will ask them about that for sure. So Adam is an award-winning photographer, amazing person. He's so fun. He's so great to be around. He's not at all pretentious, even though he's award-winning. He's got so many awards, including uh, Instinct Magazine's Leading Man of 2009. He was Advocates 40 Under 40. He's been in the Guinness Book of World Records and on the Today Show. I don't think he necessarily thinks any of that is as important as the work he does for No Hate, even though a lot of those things came about because of No Hate. But it is a very important project. I know it's very close to his heart. Jeff is the co-founder, executive producer. He helped start the campaign. He is my go-to contact for talking about amazing things and trying to get them to come to Topeka. Um, he is just the nicest person. I don't know how no hate would run without him. Adam is obviously the other half, and he may not agree, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he would agree that it would be a bit of a disaster without Jeff. He's amazing, and he keeps everything in line, and he's just one of my favorite people in the world. So you can find them at No Hate Campaign. That's noh8campaign.com to learn more about him, find a list of their upcoming events, and it looks exhausting. I don't know how they do that. There are days that they have photo shoots in two different states. It's incredible. And you can see photos of people, get links to their social media. There are people out there who have their stories told. It's very cool. And also, if you want to meet me in person, I will probably be volunteering at their photo shoot in St. Louis, Missouri on March 29th. So come out there and meet me, unless I can get them to come to Topeka, in which case I will be volunteering here and you can come out here and meet me. Maybe I'll do both. Maybe I won't. I'll keep you updated and I will try to drag McGee with me. So that's my new segment. I am going to bring you information about new charities, new organizations every day, every week, every time I get to talk about them. I think it's real important to talk about these charities. I think it's really important to talk about you. I think you and I and these charities are making history together every day. You are a big, important part of that, and we love you.